better watch out and hope you don't die. He is not as forgiving as I. The emperor is coming to town. He'll check on your work and see where you are. He's eager to use a brand new Death Star. The Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast. This is episode 21. Welcome aboard. I'm your host, Brian Seddon, and with me is Chad Viss. Greets, it's good to be back. And uh, Brian, Mr. Negative North. That is a name I have not heard in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. So, well done. Uh, so, welcome back. Welcome back to Chad. Chad's been out, uh, he was out of our last podcast. Playing hooky. Um, Playing hooky, he's been out sick, and then you know we didn't have one the other week because of the holidays, but we are back, back and again, better than ever, unless you talk to Brian North. Then Whoa. We are not. Whoa. Okay, so, um, we uh, we're gonna talk about a lot of Rogue One. Is my hunch uh, this episode? And um, not so much Rebels. We um, there's been two episodes of Rebels that have come on since uh, since the podcast Iron Squadron, and I can't remember the name of the other one because it's a really long weird name, but it starts with a W. Um, but they're both boring episodes. Didn't really do much to advance the storyline. So we're not going to talk about them tonight. Maybe in another podcast we will catch up the Rebels episode. But has but Rebels meantime, is Rebels officially on its winter hiatus? That is the question. I believe there's one or two more episodes left okay. first. At least one. Um, in the meantime, though, we're going to go ahead and jump into the news. And we're going to jump into Star Wars Rogue One news. And to start off is Star Wars is n- Star Wars Rogue One is not going to have a crawl that we see in the traditional movies. So that news has been out for a little bit um, now a couple days, but this is the first time we've had a chance to speak about it. Guys, I'm pretty sure you have opinions on it. Probably uh, negative. I don't know I'm how you would kidding. know that, but yeah. What what like do you tried th- what do, do you think? Already. What do you think, Brian? Tell me. I want to know um, what you think. I'm not happy with. Okay, let let me back up. Not happy is not a strong. I'm disappointed. It doesn't mm. mean I'm not gonna enjoy the film. You um, hate it. It will. I will just feel like that. That it's it's something's missing, and I don't understand how they're gonna do the, you know, traditionally you get the the Lucasfilm logo, you know, before that the Fox, but you don't get that anymore. But anyway, um, the Lucasfilm logo, and then silence a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Then you get hit big with the Star Wars title and then the theme music, and uh, you're not gonna have that. So I don't know how they're gonna open. I, you know, are they going to still do the main theme music? And if so, how are they going to do that? Well, realistically speaking, well, I have if I if Brian wrote an, uh, a review about this article, it'd be um, Star Wars um, has no crawl, starting off on the wrong foot. Then hmm. there we go. Wow, you can edit that one out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that they uh, w- how I would want to start it is start the action right away we have like an opening sequence to kind of catch our attentions and then it cuts to the theme a lot of Marvel movies a lot of different movies have been doing that I really enjoy that how I think they're just going to do it plain and simple is they're going to do the Lucasfilm Logo cut to a galaxy far, a long time ago in a galaxy far away, and then that next part where it does like the um, Star Wars that kind of fades off into the uh, into the you know f- kind of distance. into the distance. Distance. Thank you, Chad, for <laughs> saving me <Right>. there. <laughs> uh, it, they'll just have a Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and then cut right into it. Chad, your thoughts? Yeah. I'm good with not doing one. I mean, I get it that it's it's that's the way it's always been. But again, this is the 
first one that's not it doesn't have a number it's not an episodic part of this saga film this is a standalone film even though some people are asking if there will be a sequel to rogue one which yeah. we obviously know is episode four that must have been Brian North, because I, I, who would ask for that? Like, don't People they have asked. What's happening here? People have asked. It's Brian, was it you? Were you asking? Was I asking for a sequel? Absolutely not. And I'll get into that later on yeah. in the podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. Ooh, right. Teaser. But I'm okay with not having a crawl, because, it, yeah, it's separate. It's different. It's new. Um, yeah, it, what are they going to do? Who knows? That's That's the question, and that's something that they we, they could do whatever right, they want. Right, they could do an upbeat opener like from like an 80s tv show well okay let's not go too far i mean <laughs> I stuff from the 80s i mean like 18 style than, right and then it just like rolls through the cast you know sorry no so yeah i i don't i don't it's not a big deal i'm not mad about it i'm actually probably so it's kind of once it gets in your head you got to kind of no, it out. no, I'm kind of excited that there's not a crawl because it sets it apart and it makes, I think it makes the episodic movies more special. It puts them on a higher, maybe not higher level, but it gives them something that makes them unique um, when it comes to opening right. credits. Or opening Only crawl. the Skywalker soap right, well. operas get the crawl and that's it. Sure. I understand. I understand why and all that stuff. All I'm saying is I'm a little disappointed. That's it. Doesn't mean I'll enjoy the film any less. Well, after you get done telling the kids to get off your lawn and <laughs> heading to bed at eight thirty, you'll be yeah. fine. I'm tired, Chad. I, you know, <laughs> I think my beauty sleep. Right, you're mm. acting so old. You like fall asleep during the crawl of the movies, anyway. Mm. Moving right along. Um, <laughs> you didn't like that one. <laughs> all right, so a couple of things. A couple more things here on Star Wars. Rogue One, um, one would be the new teaser trailers that have come out um, for the TV spots. There's Trust and there's Breathe. I don't think I'm missing any. I'm, I might be. Breathe is a cool one. It's kind of with Darth Vader. Basically, that's it just you hear him breathing uh, over the teaser trailer. There's no music or anything. I heard a rumor that you and hear then, Darth uh, Vader's breathing throughout the entire length of the movie. <laughs> that's that's uh, weird. That'd be a terrible idea. Like he's right in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> you like the movie? <laughs> uh, um, and then uh, um, trust. You know, it was uh, it's kind of more of a traditional teaser trailer. But um, you know, the only the only news there is that uh, some people are saying that these teaser trailers hint at the change of the tone. Um, that's been talked about, you know, with the reshoots and so on and so forth. You know, there, uh, it seems that there's some lighter moments in, in those teaser trailers. Um, so take that for what it's worth. But if you're a star Wars fan, I'm sure by now you've seen every trailer that's been out there, but, uh, unless you're on, like, if you're trying not to see anything, which there are people like that, there are, there are, which in most, they probably wouldn't be listening to star Wars podcasts. Might not be. That's true. Um, all right, some other news. Um, Gareth Edwards did a uh, an interview on the uh, Rogue One red carpet live stream, and uh, he talked about how there's some Easter eggs in Rogue One that are shout-outs basically to him for some of his other movies. Now, these were not things that he put in the movie. Um, these are things that people... Um, other people that have put into the movie so one of them just to give you guys an inst uh an example um he says uh so there's a scene with forrest whitaker as saw Gerrera, and it says in saw's cave there's some cave paintings one of them is of the creatures in my first movie called monsters and there's some mutus and and uh godzilla he said i didn't ask for it it's just that it's uh they did it as a joke and it just i just came in one day and spotted it during the middle of a take so Mewtwo's like from Pokemon? Uh, Mewtwo, M-U-T-O-S. Okay. I don't know what that is. Not from Pokemon. Sorry, Chad. I know well, you're completely thing disappointed. He, what was the thing? This isn't Pokemon uh, 2000, God, dude. Uh, it's Rogue One. What was the thing Godzilla fought? In, Mothra. Uh, that last Godzilla movie. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mon Mothra. I don't know what it is, but apparently uh, keep your eyes peeled. You may see some... uh, some Easter eggs right. that have nothing to do with Star Wars. You at see all, a ginger butterfly running around. It's Mon Mothra. Ginger is Mon Mothra it's racist. a ginger? It's racist. I don't think that's racist. It's r- is it? <laughs> yeah, probably hate Conan O'Brien too, don't you? <laughs> He's ginger. Uh, B Nob's ginger. Oh, Aren't I'm you not ginger. ginger. Stop. All right, moving on. <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> You're, You're borderline. Like it's borderline. Yeah. Well, you are albino, though. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm an albino ginger, if the podcasters <laughs> want to get any visual of what I look like. Uh, that's and Brian, and Brian looks like Jabba the Hutt. Okay. Oh, here we go. He's <laughs> so angry. Oh, snap. All right. Um, all right, so... Uh, some more Rogue One news uh, about the soundtrack and what does it reveal? Uh, Michael Giacchino. Good try. Um, Giacchino. Good try. Yeah, Giacchino. Yeah. Um, as we all know, he took over the uh, uh, the soundtrack. Um, you know, later in the movie, he says it's a very emotional, sweeping thing in reference to the theme that uh, they put together for Jen Erso. As we know, one of the things that our uh, Star Wars is known for is having character theme music mm-hmm. um, for each character. And he says Jen Erso's is a very emotional, sweeping thing. Cool. Um, um, he also says that, uh, Bina, no, I'm not I'm finished. sorry. You can just, you can just, Step off. Um, he says it's. Uh, he created a symphonic score that's 95% original with little moments of uh, Williams's classic score here or there to accent. Um, Interesting. He says he thinks that we will feel at home. And, you know, Star Wars is one of those movies or, um, you know, series of movies that the music is very important, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, he says there's going to be a ton of percussion in these um, in this movie which uh, would highlight that there's a lot of action. Um, generally, boom, when you have boom. percussion, that happens. And then he also says that he used a uh, an electric guitar nice. for some of this. And, um, and synth. Synth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. From, yeah, so there you go. Um, if that tells you anything, it's kind of interesting. It, to see, uh, it'll be interesting to see what what happens with that music. But everybody is, you know, the constant thing I hear this definitely has a World War II feel to it. Um, so there you go. Be now, are like you trying to say something? Yeah, I was just gonna say no, Brian. I'll just let you do all the talking. So I'm done. I'm out. Um, oh the, my uh, goodness. The theme that I've enjoyed in most recent days is Reg's theme. Yeah, it's a good one. I just, I, I just really liked it, and I just thought, yeah, like them, I'm with you. You know, like her, like riding down that little s- sand, like sand, sand sled, sled thing mm-hmm. with her theme playing. Totally. It was just, it, it's just a good moment. Do you have the soundtrack, or are you just watching the movie over and over? Uh, I just watched the movie over and over again. That one scene of her oh, sliding dang, down the sand, the, the sand hill. <laughs> I just played that on. Take a gif. Uh-huh. Chad, do you have the soundtrack? Absolutely, I have the soundtrack. Do you? Yeah, man. Very It'll be nice. crazy. Very nice. All right. Um, Chad has it on vinyl. Lastly, but they do uh, have no, it in not vinyl, that which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. If, if I had a record yeah. player, maybe. Brian, Let's don't you one. have a record player? Aren't you that old? No, oh, I'm not. Man. I did want to get one though, only because on uh, He's a hipster. I, I watch Suits and Harvey Specter has a record player, and uh, I want to be like I Harvey Specter when I grow up. You should watch it; it's a good show. Um, it's a grown-up show. I don't know what that means. <laughs> sorry, I'm too busy watching Rebels anyway. on Disney XD, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so for those of you that are gamers. With your Why do you say it like Xboxes that? and your PS4s and your Twitches and your Switches, <laughs> Switches and your sound, 
uh, South Dakota Gamer Podcast. Hey, uh, Chad is a well-rounded nerd, okay? He's a Vikings fan. <laughs> he is. Um, anyway, the uh, Star Wars Battlefront um, will be receiving some DLC, which, Chad, that stands for? Downloadable content. Very nice. Um, and it's uh, from Rogue One. It's the planet Scarif. And uh, you're going to get new characters, weapons, vehicles, and more. Now, if you – I play Battlefront, um, and uh, Chad, you you have Battlefront, correct? Yeah, totally. Brian, you do not no. have video games no, at all. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. Whoa. Sorry, hey. Chad. So – Hey, not everyone's perfect. It's okay. No. Um but anyways, this will be the last DLC in regards to new new maps and so on and Bummer. so forth for Star Wars Battlefront. They are making Star Wars Battlefront 2, which, Chad, do you know when that comes out by chance? Or? I think it's supposed to come out next holiday, 2017. Okay. So, um, But in the meantime, this will be the last uh, DLC you get. So here's what you were getting. You're going to get a... Uh, a new planet, so yeah. you're gonna get so it's new maps on the tropical planet Scarif from yeah. the Rogue One film. You're gonna get new heroes. So yes. just so you know, in Battlefront, you can play. Um, you can get uh, I don't know how to describe it. Tokens in the game. You kind of find them in the game, and you can become a hero or a villain, or you can also do hero and villain modes. Like you can game, play as game Luke, modes. Yeah. Darth Vader, correct. Boss, correct. Yeah, Boss. Yeah, Chewbacca. One. Chewbacca, the Emperor, Lando, the Emperor. Um, okay, so the new hero that you get with this DLC for Rogue One is who would R. you think? There's two of them. Well, a hero, I said. Oh, fair enough. Um, you get it... yes, Jin. You get Jin. Oh. I was gonna, I was <laughs> very, gonna, very good. I was gonna guess enough. the blind this... guy and said that your screen goes black and you got to do the whole thing blind. No. <laughs> wow, wow that's that's not that's good not for, racist yep, you but don't that's play not nice you don't i love games. the suspense you build though brian when we ask a question and you just don't answer it <laughs> well i'm trying to think of a, a good creative answer <laughs> it's like the loading screen right. on your ps4 yeah not so existent. you do get uh you get jenner so the protagonist of the upcoming rogue one film played by brian north what brian north city jones city <laughs> jones <laughs> Who was just on Jimmy Kimmel the other night, depending on when you're watching this. And she showed him how she does her Star Wars stunts. Nice. Did you guys Busted catch that or no? Nice. No? No? Let's right. see Jones is right, a really and... wannabe. All right, calm down. <laughs> and then uh, you also get uh, Orson Krennic. Boo. Um, obviously on the uh, the dark side there. How the can you boo? You're like the bad guy. I lover. don't like Why Orson Krennic. the bad guy? He does How love do bad know? guys. It's all in the actor. <laughs> That's bad boys. It's all in the actor. All right. So you get new weapons. You get an A-180. It's Jin Erso's blaster, which can be swiftly reconfigured into a blaster rifle, sniper rifle, or ion launcher, according to the game's website. Um, and then for uh, Krennic, you get his DT-29. That's his heavy blaster. So he's going to so, get a yeah, blaster in the movie? Well, at least in the video game. Could I'm sure he would time. carry one. I mean, it's, you're in the middle of a war. You I mean, get his damp cape from the trailer. <laughs> Soaked at the edges. <laughs> he does have a cape in the video game. Um, there is a trailer that you can see of the game, uh, and it actually looks really good, so I would mm -hmm. definitely check that out. But new vehicle, uh, the U-Wing, nice. um, which is featured in Rogue One, which um, and I, I don't have it with me, and I really wish I did. I don't know. Do you guys get Entertainment Weekly at all? I not recently. No, I but I I there's just see the snippets on on the internet from the photos. Yeah, there's a Rogue One. Um, there's a Rogue One special. It's like three pages, but they're calling it a special. But anyway, um, one of the things they highlight though is the Ewing and how it borrowed um, certain elements from different ships. So, for instance, its engines are the same type of engines that are on the X-wing. Um, it's it's a uh, cockpit is the same cockpit from the Y wing and the, um, you know, it kind of has those, um, I don't know what you would call them, but out in front, it has the two parts that kind of go out right. in front of the cockpit and they're separated. Kind of looks like a tuning fork mm -hmm. that is taken from, 
Revenge of the Sith, the ones that like Obi Wan and um, Anakin fly. How it's kind Jedi of separated like that. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact: so, anyway, Jedi so starfighters are my favorite Star Wars ship of all time. Well, there you go. You should like the Ewing because it took elements from those three ships and put it all in the Ewing, which I think is kind of right. cool. I really like. Uh, the Ewing. But anyways, I think it's cool. Yeah, um, and then there's a new mode, the new infiltration mode. Uh, we're gonna. I'm just gonna tell you what it's about. Okay. Uh, it's the new okay. DLC. The new DLC will include a new multi-stage mode called infiltration. Which seems like it will include both on-foot shooting gameplay and vehicle-based gameplay. And I did see a screenshot yes. in the trailer where it looked like you were on the U-wing shooting down below with like a, you know, I don't know what you'd call that. Chad, you pay, play games. Uh, like if you're on a ship and you're like standing in the ship and you have a gun, you're shooting down. A what turret? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So that's new. That's new to the game. There's nothing like that currently. Well, but no, but you're standing. He doesn't play video games, Brian. It's okay. Just move on. That just frustrates me, Chad. It frustrates (laughs) me. All right. Then there's some new star cards and power-ups. For those that care, there's a Sonic Imploder. That's going to be a sound-based hybrid grenade that temporarily blinds enemies, except for... Cheer up because he's already blind. (laughs) In addition to lowering their armor rating, the Sonic Imploder also damages any enemies in its immediate vicinity. Okay, then there's the TIE Striker. This power up for Imperials allows players to call in the devastating TIE Striker to make strafing runs on nearby rebel targets, clearing out heavy heavily fortified enemies. And then we already talked about the U-Wing, that's a power up for rebels. Allows you to take control of the U Okay, well here we go. Allows you to take control of the U-Wing's gunner position to rain down damage on the Imperials as it circles the battlefront from above. Nice. So, kind of like Call of Duty. Chopper gun. That, Airstrike. Yeah. yeah. So, it, uh, if you have the... <laughs> Airstrike. I don't know. I don't know what to do with it, man. <laughs> He's just I saying don't... words. <laughs> Bullets from the sky. Velociraptors. <laughs> that kill you. Uzis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, turrets so if you have the um the season pass you get to play it starting december 6th if you do not have that december 16th is when you chad do you have a season pass yes nice which is the opening uh december 16th obviously is the opening of the i had to choose between that so season pass the six flags and i went with i went with the roller coasters bad move sir so December 16th is the opening of the movie. Yes. Who has their tickets? What's your plans for going to see this movie? Have you made them yet? What are you doing? I uh, I, I can go first if you'd like. Okay. Being will permit. No. Um, <laughs> no just I have, let him say a sentence or two and then interrupt him. I have not purchased my ticket, tickets. Tickets? Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, however, I did plan on seeing it with B-Nob. And um, Ooh. and then does he, one, two, does he not three. Not know yet. Be not. Oh, no. We, we had talked oh about. no! Oh but, no! This is good. Oh, this no. is nice. What's going on, Binam? So no, continue, Brian. So you're. Oh, and then three, is to three other guys, B-Nob. and then oh, three other guys good. as well. Three other guys as well. Okay. Who, if they end up going with me, they're probably my true friends and not I'm people. Sorry. And that what, so, when, when is this going to be? When is the plan? My plan was to see it December, like that opening night, so like midnight or whenever, like first showing. Well, yeah, 16th, but, like, I would assume it's going to open, you know, the midnight opening or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 7 or 8 o'clock. Oh, man. This is so good. This is great audio. B-Nob, what's your plan? To go with Brian, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brian said was off air a little bit before we started recording. Chad, can I speak for myself? Thank you. Yeah, I was just going to set it up. B-Nob and I were talking. And Bina I told have, me uh, every time I, I have uh, my father's wish is for him to share some father son time and watch the movie. With oh me. my gosh! So no, tell the story. It's better. Let's hear the no, story. Let's I mean, hear the whole. My, you know, your on. old man wants to. Does see your dad it listen you? to the podcast? No, he doesn't. Okay. No, he just you know. Where's he live? 
What town? He, he lives far away, so I have to wait to visit him, I guess. <laughs> wait, so are you not going to see it on opening night at all? It looks that way. B-Dob, you just his see dad, the movie and you don't dad. tell him. <laughs> he doesn't listen to the he podcast. He knows when I'm lying. He's know. <laughs> his dad, his father right. comes to him and says, Brian, Do you know what? There's right. something I want for Christmas this year more oh than anything. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Oh, my son. Brian, my son. My <laughs> lovely child. My Christmas my wish only son. to Santa is that you will wait to see Rogue One for two oh weeks and see it with me goodness. for That's the ridiculous. first time. That's and B-Nob says, okay, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, how are you going to talk about... I don't. I just don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> We'd really have to do this on oh, air. <laughs> a real Star Wars fan would say, great. "Yes, Dad, I will do that," and then still go see it. This is great audio. This is great radio. You're really putting well, me in. in a, I, I'm. Yeah, you're you're putting me in 120 hours, 27 hours here, dude. What does that mean? You're putting me between a hard <laughs> rock and a hard place. Well, I still don't get the 127 <laughs> hours. Part. You're, you're yeah. pinning my arm between a rock and a hard place, and I'm going to have to chop it off. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah, I with a dull knife. Oh, oh so. I see. Speaking of, of tickets coming out on last Monday, <laughs> switching gears here. Um, changing the subject. You know, I've been reading online about people's predictions on how well rogue one is going to do in the box office and i don't know about you guys but i kind of keep up with the box office um you know I, I i was like pumped you know like you watch your favorite team your favorite sports team and you root for them when rogue one when yeah. force awakens came out i was kind of rooting for it to break every record out there mm-hmm. and i was kind of upset when like certain records weren't broken and uh especially it not be beating titanic and avatar um, so, you know, I was kind of hoping for the best, but people are kind of, in my opinion, are lowballing Rogue One a little bit. I don't think they are giving it the benefit mm. of the doubt. Um, I think they should lowball. It's not going to do, I would not expect it to do the same as for No, I, I understand that. Okay. Because of the hype and other things, but, uh, you know, okay. So. Force Awakens made 281 million opening weekend domestically in the United States. It made 529 million worldwide. That was the opening weekend. That's huge. Brian's already Brian's already falling asleep. He heard numbers and Mass he's gone. Uh, it made 1 billion in 12 days. It finished off right over 2 billion. That's where Force Awakens end up. What they're showing for reports now is they're showing um, right around right, uh, between 150 and 200 million um, for the opening weekend, and finishing off between six and seven million, hundred six and seven hundred million. What are your guys' thoughts? What do you guys think? Predictions? Don't well, first of all, I was to say since Brian is so quick to change the subject, I'm going opening night. Um, oh I yeah! Bought my tickets. How um, dare you be? I have reserve seatings and uh, reserve yeah, so seatings. Brian was just yeah. It was a theater. It was an XD theater, which has mean? you pick. I don't know. I've never been to it, and uh, you have to re- pick a seat. Pick two yeah. seats. So I picked two seats. So there's a uh, there's a theater that I prefer to see it in, and you can actually reserve your seats. Yeah. Um, which is nice. So you don't have to worry about like standing in line trying to find a seat. Right. But it, it's an IMAX theater. I don't know what XD means, but yeah, I don't either. It's not IMAX. Oh, is that IMAX, where like the sheets anyway. shake you and they spray mist at you? Well, that's 4D. Oh. That's oh. different. So, Chad, who are you going with? My yeah. wife. So oh. you're not bringing your son with you? Not for the first. It just it worked out. She and I are going to be at a Christmas party that night. Yeah. And it ends at six, and yeah. so the movie's at seven thirty. It just kind of worked out. We already had a babysitter, so we just decided to uh, do so are that. You, you're going to see it. Oh, I'll see it the fifteenth. No, that's the sixteenth, Friday 16th. night. So you're going to wait. Yeah, then just, gonna that's when we're out already. Where I ruin it for you? No, I'll just I'll just leave that conversation if I need to for yeah. a day. Because I'll probably see it 
um, Thursday night. Well, I'll see it twice pretty quick. I'll see it opening night with my friends, and then my kids are going to want to see it, so then I'll go again with them. Yeah. Um, and my wife, I would assume, wants to see it. So Yeah, I'll throw her in at the end there. Yeah, I guess, I guess she can come if she wants. So. <laughs> I guess she can make if uh, she has time. Um, and I think uh, that's the... So but that's the biggest. Well, well, we didn't answer your other question. That though, is the, the biggest. Money. I think that is the biggest thing about whether or not it's gonna is if the story provokes people for multiple for multiple viewings. Multiple, yeah. So, how many times did you guys see episode seven in the theater? Twice I've, in the theater. Benam, I saw it a total of five times. Eight, five times in the theater. Nerd. Five. I saw it four times. Wow. So, I mean, I plan to see it at least twice. Yeah. Once with my wife, once with my my son for sure, maybe my daughter. And if it's real good, I may want to go see it again. Um, um, well, to answer your question, though, being about the money, um, mostly I don't really care how it does money. The only, the only thing that part of me that does care is you do want it to do well because that would obviously impact future, yeah, future. Star Wars films and so on and so forth but you know i don't uh i wouldn't be i'm not gonna be disappointed if it doesn't break records or you know um but i would just i my 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 assumption is that it's gonna do very well though so i agree i think it would i don't know about numbers i'm sure it won't live up to episode seven um but i think for what it is hopefully it hits their expectations um, but I think it'll do well. There are a lot of people, I mean, being in the comic shop, even, I mean, you get people that come in the comic shop sometimes that aren't, don't really care about comics or just like, oh, let's see it. And I've had a conversation with a few people that are like, oh, there's a Star Wars movie come out this year too. No. So, I mean, you know, there are people out there like that. But. Don't know who those people Anywho, are. I think they live under a rock. They might. They might. I mean, it's definitely possible. So are you guys um, are you guys going to before you see Rogue One watch Revenge of the Sith or A New Hope or just gonna go right into it? I'm gonna try to finish Catalyst, the yeah. book, which I did finish on Audible, which is which is a great choice to uh, to get that information if if you're somebody that can't just sit all day and read a book. So, and I did get to finish it. It was very good. Uh, I'm dying for Chad to finish so that we can actually have a good conversation about it. Um, but until then, we have to wait. He's on chapter 11. Chapter 11 of 28. I, of 28. I will finish it before the movie, for sure. So. Well, geez, I hope so. Well, He's a slow reader, okay? Reading. He's a comprehensive reader. So, but it is good. I would, um, I would recommend that to people... Uh, you know, I can tell you, and I, this is not ruining anything for you, Chad. I don't think, but uh, better not because I will. Um, <laughs> spoiler no, alert! It's a, you get a very good uh, image of of the characters as far as their character traits and and so on and so forth. I got a good idea of how uh, Galen's going to be and and Krennic. Um, but the one thing that I thought was really um, interesting was Lara, who is Jin's mother, Galen's uh, wife. Uh, she seems very uh, resourceful and um, like if something goes down she's very quick to react and has a plan she's she's battle ready is what I would call her which I think um, so when we see Jin and Rogue One you know I think that's where she's her character will get a lot of that from is from her mother She's also, I mean, where I've been so far, she has referenced the Force quite a bit. She like does. She, has a, she believes in it. She has a reverence right. for it. She understands she doesn't have right. Force powers like the Jedi, but she, she references that she feels it and knows it's there. Right. She is. She, she does feel it if uh, she allows herself to be quiet and listen yeah. for it, so on and so forth. But, yeah, but she doesn't have Force cool. abilities. So now does, it, um, now, does it give her ending? Does it give you what her i don't know yet it uh so let me tell you how it ends uh no i'm just kidding it it does <laughs> it does it does set up uh rogue one i mean it's you know you, someone yeah. who reads this book is going to understand probably more of where you're at once rogue one comes and i'm sure the movie's going to explain some of it but you're getting obviously a lot more detail 
reading the book. So I think it's a good read. So it did personally. a lot more um, for Rogue One than Shattered Empire did for A Force Awakens? Shattered Empire, the comics? No, the books. It's a trilogy. The Aftermath I mean books? Aftermath, I'm sorry. I didn't read the aftermath, so Chad would have to comment on that. But again, he's well, not they they haven't list, finished. But. There's still one coming out next year, yeah. so I mean, it's I don't think it's doing the same. It doesn't have the same purpose. Those three books don't have the same purpose as yeah. this one does. I mean, you're going to get a lot of in in Catalyst a lot of you know how the Death Star was built, how they got the resources for it, how they. Um, you know how they the the battle between Tarkin and and Krennic uh, for power. Um, you know, so it's it's to me it, it it's setting that groundwork really just for Rogue One. But if you're a Star Wars fan and you love the Death Star and you love the history of Star Wars, you get a lot of history because yeah. you get to understand how the Death Star was built and who all was involved in it and how they could build this thing without people knowing. And that's something I always kind of wondered, like. And then people see this thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, how they built it, like what, who they used, like right. where I'm at even, they're, they're just starting kind of talking about it. And the group of people and species that they used to actually build it is, is interesting. Right. So pretty, pretty interesting. Um, Speaking about like the expanded story, this was another thing that I read this week that I wanted to bring to your guys' attention. But for me, I don't know, just because it's the thing that's in front of me, but I seem a little bit more excited about these Star Wars stories than I do the actual saga story about the Skywalker drama. What? Yeah, I just, I, I'm really into this Heresy. whole Rogue One thing. More excited. Yes, I would say that I'm I more excited for uh, Rogue One than I am of Episode Eight at this moment I, in time. Well, yeah. I am well, too, okay. and I think it's just because, like you, how you preface that it's it's what's hot right now. Yeah, but uh, I, once, here, here's yeah. my other reason as well is because the one thing that I love about movies, and and I'm glad that I'm born in this time, this day and age where we have multi universe. You know, I just saw the trailer today for the new Mummy movie coming out, and they're trying to build mm. this multi universe Mummy universe. You know, Mummy and add like Doctor Hyde, Doctor. You know where, the, you know the werewolf, Frankenstein, the whole nine. They have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're trying to make a Transformers Cinematic Universe. You know, you name it, they got it now. You know, they're everybody's trying to franchise out. But the one thing that I really love about Rogue One is getting to meet these characters and new characters and new worlds and new perspectives. And I just think as Star Wars has such like a vast, you know galaxy that you know you're not just focused in on one you know a couple characters like you are in the saga movies and i just feel like it's finally a great opportunity for them to branch out to expand the mythology and canon and just make it a just make it a better fan experience you know i'm much more interested in meeting new character characters at this point than i am continuing in skywalker drama that's carrying on for 50 years but you know so i'm going to counter that and my only you know my counter would be you got a lot of new characters in the force awakens a lot of new planets and when you're talking about now rogue one obviously yeah we're getting you know pretty much all new characters um you know except for like vader and tarkin um but uh you're you're gonna get some new planets but when you talk about like han solo and you know you're getting Han Solo, you're going to get Chewbacca, you're going to get Lando. I mean, those are, you know, characters we have already. I don't know how much, what new you're going to get out of it other than a story, you know, their backstories, I would say. Right, but um, they, I feel like they, if Rogue One does well, I, I think they wouldn't be, I don't think they would mind introducing new characters and and or spotlighting different characters that that we've seen in maybe Clone Wars or maybe secondary characters from... You know yeah. the the original trilogy and other people like that, and that's what I think I'm more interested now is seeing yeah. is is seeing more areas of the galaxy rather than continuing this the the same Skywalker family trying I, to bring balance to the Force. Well, I guess my point is, yeah, I mean, obviously you still got Skywalker, but I think you're still getting new characters in these new movies, and and again, these new movies are driving the story forward where. You know, these other ones are just kind filling of in the blanks. filling in some gaps. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So, but I mean, I, I, I guess my question. Chad, just break the tie. Chad, break the tie. You're the tiebreaker. Uh, um, I'm right okay. now. I'm looking forward to Rogue One. As soon as that's over, I will be really excited for Episode Eight. Just put that in your pipe. Right. I mean, at what Smoke point it. do you think that the saga movies are done with? Is it Episode Nine? Well, the way I wasn't more. there a rumor that this is the last trilogy? Yeah, from what I understand, this would be it. Um, <clears throat> and then you'd have the, you know, then you'd have the Han Solo. There's there's more talks now about a uh, Obi Wan, but who knows? Um, but uh, and then after that, you know, I don't know. I don't know where they go. You know. I'm sure they will continue to make Star Wars movies at some in some form because they make money. Maybe a time jump. Forward or backwards? Yeah, I would want forwards. What if you go backwards to the like Knights of the Old Republic? I would love to see a yeah. live action Clone no. Wars movie. Why not? No, no. Why live action Clone Wars movie? Man, go back even for no. no. Why? That's then. That's yeah, just you already know the no. story. Let's go way back. I'm saying, like, when Brian was doing the history of Star Wars thing, you know, yeah. a dozen episodes ago or so, way back to that time. That would to, be a very cool time. Right. To the old Sith and the old Jedi and all that stuff. That would be cool. You know, and I, I'd be okay with that. I always am the type of person, though, I like to move forward, though. I like to advance a storyline. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? We will see. We right. shall see. Yeah, so um, I don't really know whose segment we're on now. Uh, no, we're just, just this is a conversational podcast, bantering, Brian. Bantering, bantering. We're just talking about. Star I mean, Wars. mine's done. I got nothing else. You're done you. with the news. If you guys got any other news that you want to shout out, um, feel free. Otherwise, you know, I think we can roll on to Chad and then, uh, you know, and end it with B knob. Yeah, I've, I don't have anything else news-wise um, myself, so I will uh, I'll say on Netflix, if you're interested, there's a documentary about Dave Prowse, who played Darth Vader. Uh, we, also, we all know James Earl Jones did the voice, um, but the actual actor that played the, the indomitable and intimidating figure of Darth Vader was Dave Prowse. And there's a little documentary that this guy, Marcos Cabada, um, from, I think he's from Spain. He's a filmmaker, and he wanted to do this documentary on Dave Prowse. Um, he's, he's Brian and I's age, in his mid-30s, grew up with Star Wars. Um, and the main reason he wanted to do this documentary is because he, he, along with, I think, a lot of people, were a little upset that when the mask comes off of Vader and Return of the Jedi and we see Anakin Skywalker's face for the first time, they didn't use Dave Prowse to be that actor. And he felt that Dave had kind of got the shaft on that. And so he wanted to refilm that scene <laughs> with Dave Prowse now. Did he? Today. So he... Well, he launched. I mean, I'm like, jumping wait, to the end. Wait, hold on. Like, like what? the Dave Prowse, like, well, he's gone, right? He's passed. No, he's no, still he's alive? alive. Oh yeah. So they, so like the current, like present time yeah. Dave Prowse mm -hmm. with right. the makeup. With the makeup, I mean, obviously, yeah, they do the makeup. They put the the scar in his head and make him all white and weird, look pasty looking. Um, but yeah, that he wanted to shoot the the that scene with him now. He had asked Lucasfilms, and obviously they're by Disney for permission, and they said, no, you can't do this. Um, but he did anyway. But what he did is he filmed it, and then they showed it to a one-time audience in a theater, small theater in London. Um, and I doubt we'll, you and I will ever see it, unless somehow it leaks out to YouTube. Uh, but he did do it. They filmed it. And well, good for him. The the story kind of goes into Dave's Dave's life and who he was. He was a basically a bodybuilder. He and uh, Arnold knew each other, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he had done a lot of European stuff though. And so he was, I think he, I don't know if he was Mister Universe or he was up there in bodybuilder. He was real tall, built real big, and he did a lot of the 
monsters in some of the old school movies in Europe, like Frankenstein. Uh, he did a lot of Frankenstein's um, in the older movies, um, and you know didn't really have much of a role other than he was the monster because he was big. He was a big guy, and that's how he kind of got into acting. Um, and as he got into the whole Star Wars scene, he had a meeting with George Lucas, and they were talking about having him be Chewbacca. That was the, they said, you know, we we got a couple things we might want you to be, and he's like, all right, what are they? He's like, well, one's a Chewbacca. He's kind of like a giant, hairy, kind of ape sidekick guy. He's like, okay. He's a good guy. He's like, all right, who's the other one? He's like, he's this big, dark, he's he's a baddie. You know, he's he's got the, the, the cape, and he's he's the evil villain. He's like, yeah, I want to do that. And if you believe what Dave Prowse said, that's how he got that role. Um, but basically saying, yeah, that's what I want. And he was a big guy, and that's what they wanted, a big guy. Um, the way it sounds, they treated him, and again, this is from Dave Prowse's side, so they, George Lucas, um, did, did not, uh, do any interviews for this documentary. They did interview the director for Return of the Jedi and a couple producers for it as well, uh, but George Lucas did not. Um, and they never told him that he wasn't going to be in the scene where they unmasked Vader, until it was already done, like they didn't call him to the scene to the to the set that day. He had a body double that did some of the other stunts and things like that. So did um, they originally film that though, like him getting unmasked? Never. They never. So did. he didn't even know that scene was created. I nope. guess. Nope. He didn't. I mean, he knew that there was going to be a reveal from the script, but they he didn't know that they didn't want to use him. And the reason they didn't want to use him is they. They said Lucas supposedly said that he wanted someone to look that looked older than he did at the time, and so they didn't use him. But they didn't tell him; they kept him out of the loop. And he had talked to his body double one day, getting ready to go in and do a scene. He's like, "Well, what are you doing?" And that's how he found out. Is that? Oh yeah, they called me. I'm doing this the scene. He's like, "No, what?" And he had some issues with the producers and stuff like that. Um. They kept him away during some of the shootings. They tried not to tell him some of the stuff because he had a bad habit of talking to the media yeah. and let things slip accidentally. Um, and they blamed him for some of the leaks. They were real, real secretive when sure. they were filming Jedi for sure. Um, and they blamed him. There was a an article that came out in one of the papers over there that revealed Darth Vader was going to die in in the end of the of Return of the Jedi. And supposedly they blamed Prowse for revealing that. But come to find out, the guy that actually interviewed him with the paper, they got it from some extra on set, and it wasn't Prowse. But Lucas and the producers blamed him, and that's kind of part of the reason. Even today, he's not even allowed to go to official Star Wars celebrations. They have not never invited him to those. Um, he goes to other Comic-Cons and things like that, but they have never invited him to the official things. Um, so he's never been able to go, and uh, he was he's pretty pretty upset about it. I mean, he's on Twitter. I follow him on Twitter. He signs he signs uh, pictures and sells them and stuff like that. He seems like a decent guy, but he seems pretty bitter about the whole thing. And from his perspective, he it sounds like he was really shut out and kind of ousted because they assumed something about him. And again, not using him, he was pretty upset about that. He does tell one story in the scene where Vader lifts the Emperor up and throws him down the tube. The body double was getting ready again that day to go shoot that scene because he wasn't. They weren't going to have Prowse do it. And he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, I have to shoot the scene." They called for me. He's like, "No, that's I can do that." You know, he's a little older. He's not the young body lifter he was, but he's still a big guy. He's like, "I can do that." And so he told the director, "He's like, I am doing the scene," and basically he's like, "All right, fine." And he did it, and he's they're talking to Lou Ferrigna, who played the Hulk in the TV show. Yeah. They know each other. And Lou was telling the story how he did it, and he lifted the guy up and threw him into the pillows or whatever, and he actually hurt his back pretty bad <laughs> when he did that because he didn't use any wires or any nothing. He just did it because he was like, I can do this. Uh, yeah. I can do it. And he actually, <laughs> he actually pulled his back pretty good. So, um, But it is funny. Have you guys ever heard any of the, like, 
actual footage before the dubbing of Earl Jones, yeah. James Earl Jones, where he's just a British dude yeah. talking. Yeah, and, it, and it's and he's like behind the mask, and it sounds yeah, so like, it's muffled. Yeah, yeah, it's real bad. Yeah. So when well, I heard yeah. that, do they talk about um, like once he knew his voice wasn't going to be in it, like half the time he wouldn't even say his lines. He would just yeah, he got. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't know that at first either. They yeah. didn't tell him that right away until, till later. Uh, but yeah, he he just would. He they didn't you know like make a big deal out of it. But one of the producers were like, yeah, he just he wouldn't he would say whatever he wanted. <laughs> sometimes and it's like, well, you gotta stick with it because they have to react to you. You know, they have to right. react to what he's saying. And so he's he has. I think he's like eighty or upper seventies right now. He has a cane. Um, he, he has a hard time getting around. It's, it seems like he's his body has kind of really seen, you know, been beaten up quite a bit. But uh, it's uh, it was interesting to see this Marcos guy and, you know, propose, hey, I really want to shoot this with you. Would you do it? And he's like, yeah, I would love to do it. And, again, they showed it in a theater one time to a group of people, and I'm sure we'll never see it again. Um, but it would be cool if that leaked out to YouTube somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure you'll you'll see it somewhere somehow. Yeah, and so. he, he even sounds he he sounds like James Earl Jones did a little bit now. He's because he's older. He's got a little bit deeper voice. He can actually kind of mimic Vader's voice a little better. Do you think so. he was trying to mimic the voice? He he did. Like he told him, asked him to to try, and he did, and it sounded pretty good. I yeah. mean, I've heard worse impressions. Yeah, not from B knob, of course. Thank you, Chad. Thank you people. for having my back yeah. there. So well, I just thought it was interesting. the The documentary is called "I Am Your Father," yeah. and it's on Netflix. So um, it's like an hour and a half or something. Yeah, I'm gonna check it's, it out. It was really interesting and cool. I'm yeah. gonna no, have to take Lucas sure. side with this, if I could just throw that out there. Why? I just think Prowse is being a little baby. Well, now after the fact, but yeah, but I do think they picked the wrong person for the reveal because that guy's face just does. Not yeah, but I think it would and every anybody would have done that. I mean, that's up to the makeup department. No, this guy was very rare. But if you got a guy that's played this character for three movies, yeah, it's the revealing scene where they've never seen his face, and you've already screwed him over on the voice. Right, he's played this character you've never seen, and that's why I think hear his voice, and so you're like, ah, we're not even going to use like for him the way to hear him say it. It was like his moment to like be like, finally, all these years, and they're going to see who really played Darth Vader this whole time. And they're like, right. nah. no, but I think and we that, won't even tell okay, you. Then, if you put it that way, it, you know, I think Darth Vader's voice is as 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 iconic as his look, and James Earl Jones has as much of a right to play the unmasking part as he does. That's stupid. No, baloney. No, that's not the problem sat, with that that's, that's is Luke. James Earl Jones sat in a Listen, room why and did talked he get to his wife. Why did he get hired in the first place? Because for his Who? voice. No, why did... You're talking about James no, Earl Jones? No, Daniel Prowse or David Prowse. Dave Prowse got for his hired body because he's a big right, dude. Because he's a big dude. Why did, and he was why an did actor. Peter Mayhew get hired? He's a real tall Because right, he's a real just tall like dude. Prowse was. Yeah, and I don't hear Peter right. Mayhew making a big documentary stink about... Never well, showing his face. Because he didn't have to take the mask Because he didn't off. have a reveal. Right, but, he yeah. got to be right. himself. Okay, but he's fine with it, and he's accepted. You don't even get to hear his voice. But Vader Vader is a much more important character than Chewbacca is in the Star Wars saga, yeah. I would right. say. But I don't think, I don't to, think the I understand where he's coming from. David, the guy got screwed over. No, I, I agree over. with Lucasfilm. The guy was hired to be show how big Darth Vader was. He wasn't even, even good at the sword fighting. He was just big, lunky, and... They could have wow. had a better yeah, guy. None, I think that was the way it was and, supposed yeah, to be. None of the sword him, fighting was good. And him making a big stink about not being the face of Vader is the only thing keeping him relevant. No, he's relevant because he played in he's, all, all three Vader. movies. Right, who's playing? Is he playing Darth Vader in Rogue One? No, he's too I old. I doubt it. Why does he make a big stink about that? Because he's 80 years old, Chad <laughs> just said. He has a cane. They wouldn't so, worry. You can't lean on your lightsaber. I say you should have had James Earl Jones be the unmasking, and that would have been a real plot twist. He's <laughs> all the sun's suit. The suit's like three hundred pounds. Luke is white. Yeah, Luke is white. That's James stupid. Earl Jones is that uh, was talk about a big that, reveal. Yeah, how's that and work? In an alternate reality, in an alternate reality, you could have had Will Smith playing oh, okay. Anakin Skywalker. 
Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Terrible. And, and we're done <laughs> with that. He's just lost all credibility. Yep. It's over. He would have went from Men in Black right, to so, Star Wars Episode 2. Okay, you need to stop it. <laughs> I am your father on Netflix. Check it out if you get a chance. All right, B-Nob, what do you got? I, that's all I got today. <laughs> okay. You just sort of intermingled it through Absolutely. the... Uh, the podcast right. okay well well good deal i i do have a suggestion i would like uh or a homework assignment um i'd like us Aww. to each um come up with some predictions for rogue one in regards to uh you know it could be storyline it could be what's going to happen to different characters it could be um you know any uh any characters you know like R2D2 or C3PO that we think are going to be in the movie so some rogue one predictions how many predictions are we going to score these on yeah we're going to keep track and, what and does see what the winner get uh well um yeah so so we will i don't know if i have a set number uh let's say 10 10 predictions each what? is that a lot Whoa. that seems like a lot 5 yeah, let's go five. Okay. All right, so we'll go five each. Um, we will we will definitely keep track of them, and after the movie is over, we'll tally them up. We and need we need a fourth party um, scorekeeper. Well, we can invite Dave Mann. Okay, um, I'm, I'm sure he Dave would do is it. the ref. And then and then uh, as far as uh, winning something, I mean, I don't know. Is that to be determined, or unless you have some ideas? Um, the, the winner gets two tickets to episode eight paid for by the two losers. Right, like okay. That. I'm, I'm not paying for B knobs dad. <laughs> well, so. it's two tickets. Doesn't matter where they go. <laughs> uh, if he wins, you pay, you buy one ticket. I buy one ticket. All right. I like that. All right. Good deal. All right. That is, a, that, it is on. So, this is for next week's it episode. It is on. We need to have like right. Now, I will say this. The last video game I ever played. It can't It can't oh be my. anything that's like, uh, <laughs> you know, obvious oh or, you know Here's what I'm saying? stipulations. Well, I mean, just saying. You can't, like, say something, you know, like, uh, like, Chirrut's going to die. Like, we all know that because Baze told everybody that he's going to die. What if, can, can, it, can an acceptable one be Darth Vader will choke out Krennic? I think that's yeah, a good that's one because fine. that's pretty specific. Yeah. So that, I, that's my first one. I'm calling it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap this thing up. Thanks for listening to us. Be sure to check out uh, next week as we roll into episode 22. Um, until then, be on the lookout for that Star Wars Battlefront uh, DLC. And um, look out for our predictions next week. We'll hit you back with that. See how far Chad's gotten along with Catalyst. Check it out if you haven't. It's a good read. It'll really set up the movie for you. Um, Until then, be safe. Come back next week. We're out. Goodbye. Adios.